give a fuck. Are you sure? I just don't give a fuck. Presenting the art of not giving a fuck with Derek Don. Hey everybody, uh, this is Garrett and I'm here with Lance. Welcome Lance. What's up Garrett? Not too much, we're just doing a recording for an NGF, Art of NGF podcast, or as we say on the show, Art of Not Giving a Fuck podcast. Uh, since they don't care if we say it, we just can't write it. So there we have that. Uh, so yeah, it's been a little while since Lance and I have caught up uh, on the Electron Airwaves so here we are. So we figured we would just talk about what we've got going on uh, lately, some of the ideas coming up and some of the work coming up and also just some experiences that have gone on, uh, especially in your case, Lance. So uh, why don't we start there? So what's been going on with you? Oh, man. I'd have a much better time selling it if you didn't have the radio voice on. I'd, I'd be able to tell it so much better. <laughs> well, let's, there, I'm not intending to have a radio voice. Maybe when I press record, that starts to happen. Uh, let's, let, me, let me introduce it somehow uh, and couch it in, in terms everyone can understand. So once you start doing all this art of NGF training, uh, that's what we call it now, but you could call it radical undoing. You could call it undoing yourself. You could call it transcending your drama, whatever you want to want to, want to call it. Uh, when you start undoing your chronic tensions, life changes permanently and it continues to do so. So you imagine once you change your lenses through which you perceive all of your experiences and you clean those up and you perceive more opportunities and learn to take them, it's a never-ending process of unfolding and expansion. So, what, so where uh, Lance is introducing what's been going on in his life now is couched in a process that's been years and years of, of, of effort involved, years and years of unfolding, learning to let go. Uh, so then when you hear the recent developments, they'll be couched and make some sense in terms of that. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and that, that's an important thing to recognize. And they've all kind of, every shift has been uh, a leap into the unknown, but it's been a pull, a, like a magnetic pull from the periphery into something that um, to outsiders would seem out of character or unrecognizable. So in this case, I've uh, I found myself, I'm living in uh, Seashelt, BC, which is um, a 40 minute ferry ride from Vancouver. And I'm living on uh, a little acreage here. We have, uh, it's a hobby farm. And uh, I was given the opportunity to come and work out here um, as a caregiver for this disabled man who uh, needs help getting around during the day and just someone to do activities with, hang out with. And uh, we play basketball, watch movies and stuff like that. But anyways, this opportunity kind of came out of nowhere and I have no background in this at all other than me just being who I am. And um, so I met these people and I came out here and it would be, to recount the amount of, of I don't know if we have a name for these occurrences, but the synchronicities, do, do we have a, a restylized <sighs> word for that? Well, anything that we, when we try to describe it, it would be more like 
describing that as your natural state and the things outside of it as being, you know, tension or work that you're doing against that in a way. Right. So it was, it was clear, you know, as I stepped into this new environment away from town and, and uh, man, everything was just clicking into, into place and it, I could feel my body reacting. Uh, my chest was humming, feel it in my throat. My body was just humming to, um, in recognition, I, I felt as like, okay, there's a, an opportunity here. And if, for anyone who has known me, I'm, I, I didn't grow up near a farm, you know? I didn't, you know, I grew up on Slurpees and Pizza Pops, you know? And I'm coming to this place that, uh, you know, there's um, fresh eggs every morning. There's fruit trees everywhere. There's spinach, almonds. There's everything here on this cute, cute property, right? And the people who run it are been so welcoming. And they have a music room where we have jams a couple times a week. And I was instantly inserted into the music community here on the Sunshine Coast. Um, where we play, you can play anytime you want, you know, and there's, in in the city, there's a lot, I've had, there was a lot of uh, stumbling blocks to that, because in the city, no one has a place to play, everyone's too busy, you got to pay five bucks for parking, it's been a nice shift. And what did all that, what, what did that feel like, what was this, what was the mental and emotional process like? You know, the leading up to this. So what's going on when you lay down to go to sleep at night, when you start feeling this coming on? I mean, what precipitates a leap from victim to adventure? Not that you're victimizing yourself, but obviously each of these times when there's a huge opportunity to leap into something in our life, it's it's an equally an invitation to succumb to the voice of the inner victim. Uh, or as we put it, the ghost of the inner victim can try to lure you back into ghost land. Even if you've killed the inner victim, doesn't mean you can't go back to pretending that you are one. I'm not saying you, Lance, but anyone listening, myself included, it's a constant process for, through the rest of your life. That's why we're talking about, to you about yeah. this. It's not, well, Lance did his undoing two years ago and all, all is well. That's true to some degree. All is well on a grand sense. But it doesn't mean that the life of Lance as a character moving through and, and having to take, feel deep things and have challenges and experience the unfolding, you know, it doesn't yeah. end. I would say like over the past, um, you know, 15 years of my, my inner personal exploration, it was always about testing the limits of, of myself, going into fields I was completely foreign to and, you know, going, stepping into, uh, into university and getting a music degree. It was a completely foreign environment to me, like, and playing there and figuring it out, learning on the fly, you know, and then going into the acting world, completely foreign to me again from the outside and then learning all that there is behind the scenes there, being a part of it. And, uh, and then going into the business with my partner too, and we develop a business. We're putting on uh, jewelry shows and exhibitions, and building a website and everything. And it's just stretching my self-concept in all these ways that would seem out of character from someone who may have known me 
a, a long time ago. But the people who are close to me understand what's taking place. And this time, the transition is just the freedom to live simply. The, the, the freedom to live simply. And that's, it's like the streams of who I want to be and what I am. There's no longer having to put on a, a, a hat or a costume when I go to work or whatever it may be, which is fun, which is cool. I mean, I'm sure you can live your entire life, you know, living the hustle. But for me, um, for the peace of my well-being, which I respond to by my physical body, I can feel it. I can feel, feel that it, it's right. It's just like, oh, oh, I can just, I can just be, I can just live simply. There's something you said, uh, a phrase you said, out of character, and that's an important phrase uh, in terms of all this art of NGF stuff is that giving a fuck, you know, about what other people think of you is a way that you are forcing yourself or pretending to be forced to stay in character. Keep on saying those lines the same way you always have. Keep on doing things the same way you always have done. Yeah, with that in mind, I, I and just because I, you know, I'm sharing this this part of my life in five years, ten years, I'll have a, a different story to tell. So I still encourage people, whatever it is, I whatever it is that pulls you, go fucking do it. Go do it regardless the cost. Go do it until you have nothing to prove anymore. <laughs> yeah, there's so many ways, so many directions. That life can flow if you let it. And often what happens is that people are not enjoying the amount of freedom they already have, which is generally a lot, especially if you're listening to this podcast, then you have a certain amount of leisure and you have a certain amount of freedom to be able to put it on and listen to it and decide what you're going to fill your time with. And from there, if you have even... The, a couple hours a day that you're deciding what to do with it's it's you know five minutes of those 120 minutes can be the key to actually allowing yourself to drop off the tensions that's the work you used to be doing let's say lance or the work that people are doing to avoid these beautiful synchronicities, to avoid noticing the way life actually works and unfolds in a beautiful way all the time. They're doing work. That's the giving of a fuck. That's the tensing up of the body all the time. And we stop giving a fuck and we actually slough off and start removing the chronic tensions. Then the life uh, experience, the reality perspective, whatever, opens up into that flow and suddenly something that would have been out of character and completely foreign to you now is your whole now has become very rapidly your whole your whole experience now is this whole thing outside of what it was days before weeks before or whatever it was yeah and there's and every time that like you said there's an opportunity for the the to get caught in a loop and uh, and hang out there, but that's so, where the escape velocity comes in. <laughs> yeah. So, what kind of you 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 
you feel like it was a little bit of a dance with yourself to make this to make this move or did it just sort of reality just sort of deliver you into it i mean what what kind of uh was there any resistance you noticed inside uh i've i felt no resistance hmm. no um there was resi- external resistance um i when i came back and i had to uh attempt to explain this to my partner because i went i came by myself and i i tried to share it Ooh, good luck, hmm. um, you know, and uh, so that was, uh, it played out over a, a period of time, but it, all of, you know, life has prepared me to deal with uh, the tearing away, you know, and the, the tearing, it's, it can, it can shake you up, you know, to, have uh, to feel a, a, a growth spurt coming on or, uh, or see someone else's growth spurt as well and know that of what is you're being asked to do and know that you, if the person you're with isn't willing to, to they're required the same experience. That's why we're partners together, right? So um, I knew that what I was feeling internally, my partner was going to have to also have the courage to escape velocity and feel in herself internally as well. And, um, and that occurred and there is more, more peace and joy and appreciation. <laughs> it's pretty indescribable, um, the, the spot we're in now over here mm-hmm. um but it had played out over the course of a few weeks um as the is it kind of pixelated as everything <laughs> you know as everything became the picture became clear it's like there's a point where it's like are we gonna this is what i would say is are we gonna walk our walk or are we just gonna just gonna talk you know you you have these dreams of how you want to live. You see these people who are doing it that way. Well, what if the opportunity just came and smacked you over the side of the head? Mm-hmm. And then what would you do, right? Well, that's the point, too. If you notice a discord uh, between what you're, what you're doing and then what your dreams are telling you you want, you know, what you're really you're yearning or your aims are, then... Uh, Usually what you're doing is tons of work of squeezing in the muscles and a lot of effort being made that way that's taking up the amount of focus you have for each day. Uh, Instead of actually then when you stop doing that work, you can actually do the things that lead you into the next stage, whether it's playing guitar or, you know, whatever simple little thing that it is you think you'd rather be doing. But what's cool is there is, there's not a a doubt in my mind that, um, Having gone through all the the command Z or not giving a fuck courses, they prepare you for this because they're organic in their nature. So when it comes about in uh, quote unquote real life circumstance, you know you can you can ride the wave. That's an excellent point, and uh, and lately we've been working, uh, been doing the dailies, 
the daily, which you just experienced today, Lance, for the first time, and hopefully more yeah. uh, after that. And today was day 43, so we've been cranking away. I've uh, done one every single day uh, since we got started on February 5th. So uh, for those of you hearing this podcast, I'll put the link right there, uh, which you can also find at RadicalOnDoing.com slash blog. Um, but the link for the daily training is RadicalOnDoing.com slash training slash NGF uh, daily. Uh, and I'll also include that link up there, so don't worry about it. But yeah, that's what we're doing now, and that's going to be a 365-day full uh, training experience just broken down into nice little bite-sized chunks. Uh, as it turns out, we end up around anywhere between 15 minutes to uh, up, upwards of 40, 50 minutes. Uh, sometimes we get into discussions and let the exercises emerge organically. And then each week there's a theme too, so you end up watching, learning how to actually watch TV, learning how to actually watch movies, uh, and the proper ones to watch for your specific uh, development and your purposes, and how to navigate those worlds in a way that's fun and nourishing and healthy for you. Uh, video gaming is another week. Philosophy of everyday life is a week. Drawing is a week, and you learn really specific art of NGF. Uh, art approaches, art of NGF, art, actual art methods that are designed to undo your character at the same time. So it's designed specifically with uh, avoiding or, or moving around or transcending the inner critic. And I've accomplished it, 100% accomplished that goal. It's, it's easier than you might think. Just because something has a loud voice doesn't mean it's actually uh, restricting you in any way. So. <laughs> yeah, that was really exciting popping in there and, and seeing people get together it's really helpful to have uh, a, a group who can get together and encourage you just to know there's other people dealing with the same type of shit mm -hmm. yeah well i like what you pointed out that that's something that people don't really realize uh, about the courses is that it's not just do them have some fun weird experiences and then it's done it's that you've sort of taken the grand psychedelic of life and it's never the trip is never going to end uh, mm -hmm. and now the way things unfold is completely different maybe the way things unfold is the same but the way that you ride those waves and experience them is, is 100 percent different yeah you know there's a ability to really be there for life to show up to participate in the battle whatever it is that happens to be appearing going on you know mm -hmm. uh so yeah, it's really awesome and congratulations. I'm, I've been really happy hearing about the bits and pieces of your journey along the way and I'm glad that you can come on and, and share the whole thing with us. That's pretty pretty cool. Yeah, man. Yeah. I love. And it's nice how it all ties in. That, you know, you can feel like some satisfaction and, uh, you know, trust in the fact that you that your investment in, in doing all that you know, hours and hours of doing this, the undoing stuff and the art of NGF stuff and just putting that work in on your self, on your own awareness, on your body has been uh, paying off in dividends for you and will continue to do so, you know? Yeah, <laughs> you never know where you're going to end up. I wish the the dailies had been around when I started with this whole thing because I, I, I've found uh, when I started working that I would... I was uh, easily distracted and misled. Same um, here, yeah. So the, the dailies will be 
would have been helpful. Yeah, it took me a few years to get down to finally doing daily work for myself. It probably no, it probably took a year or two. I was doing daily weird stuff for a long, long, long time. Uh, that's how yeah. I ended up here doing all this. But but uh, to actually get that engine started, yeah, it was it was painful and it took effort. And I thought I was a lone freak show doing some weird stuff. And now I finally know that's not true. That everyone's kind of a lone freak show doing some weird stuff for one thing. And then another yeah. thing is that. Uh, um, this particular weird stuff actually uh, opens up your life to some really beautiful and magnificent uh, unfoldings. Lets you be present to that, uh, to that the glory of this this reality thing that we're doing. So yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of fun, and I'm glad to be doing it too. It's kept me even more on top of my game, uh, just showing up every single day and the feeling of showing up every single day. One thing I wanted to add mm-hmm. for everybody is that. When you do something every single day that you chose to do and you stick to no matter what distractions try to get the best of you, you're essentially like stealing that five minutes of your day back from whatever was going on, from whatever programmed life you were living. Then the cool thing from there is it's like a fucking locomotive that you've created, that you've started the engine on and shoveled all this coal into and the thing starts pulling. And at that point, it's really easy to just latch a few more cars onto it. Like, let's do five minutes of guitar right after I do the undoing. And let's do a drawing right after the guitar. And we'll have the paper yeah. out right there every day. Yeah. And then five minutes of uh, some working out isn't too big of a deal. You know, like yeah. it's boom, boom, boom. And suddenly, you, before you know it, everything's out of character. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you have much finer taste. Exactly. Yeah. And, what you, and, and whether or not you get your preferences met doesn't matter as much anymore either. It's nice when you do and you aim for that. But at the same time, you're not going to be all upset that someone brings you a buffalo steak while you were trying to order, you know, a hamburger or something. You're open to letting reality give you a different thing than what you might have had in mind. Yeah, absolutely. Well, cool, man. I really appreciate that. And I hope people take uh, what they learn from your story and find that in themselves and, and, mm-hmm. uh, and also let that, you know, let the, let the sirens uh, of reality call you to the next, uh, to the next step. Yeah, for sure. Thanks, G. Yeah, man. And uh, oh, one more thing that comes to mind, too, that uh, what appears like it could be destruction in the mo- midst of it changing might actually emerge even better and even more connected than than you thought going into the process. I wanted to point that out. I think your story kind of tells that, too. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, the, it's a common theme. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, the egg's about to break. Oh, my God. And then, you know, and there's an omelet or some cookies yeah cool all right man well i'm gonna uh, hang up the call looks like we got a great uh great episode and we'll be talking to all of you guys again very soon thank you for listening to the art of not giving a fuck podcast for more info visit artofnotgivingafuck.com or radicalindian.com